Yeah, if you if you shit your jammies, you can. Yeah, if you shit your jammies, you can wash them if they're, on their own. If they're if they're really hanging on for them. If you yeah, there's a yeah. I suppose there's a line between if you've squeaked your jammies. Yeah. If you've shit your jammies, <laughs> like bundle it up and like take it to someone else's bin. <laughs> <laughs> but no matter what, even if the boxer shorts are brand new, I'll just put them in the bin. Unless they're me undies, <laughs> we're not sponsored by them yet, so I throw them in the bin as well. I yeah, say we, yes. We buy them to shit in. <laughs> Toilet paper's expensive. Oh man. <sighs> Speaking of uh, dream sponsors, welcome back, Pudding Boys. This is the third episode that we're recording in this close That's quarters. Why we're talking about our bowel movements, not clothes. You should be used to that by now. Uh, because uh, Naylor has to go into to a three week, two week, three week hibernation. A couple of weeks. A couple of weeks. Some weeks. Uh, so we are recording a little bit in bulk. So we're going to approximate Pokemon Legends Arceus. We could have done this last episode, but you know we're not speedrunners. We wouldn't have done it by then. But we're gonna we're gonna share some thoughts about the both game. Both go end up buying it on. Oh, so we both ended up buying it on day one. Yeah, we both bought it day one. Well, I pre-ordered mine from Amazon. In the end, I'm going to assume that's what happens. I'm going to have a little look while you're rambling. Is the... it expensive? Is there any uh, how, I'm going to just have a quick look at how much it cost me. Yes. Yeah. How much it did cost you? I don't. Th- I think the the pre-order bonuses for this were terrible. That's why I don't have any of them. Yeah, I thought it was very bold of Nintendo to add actual Pokemon death. Um, Weird flags and yeah. like the guns. <laughs> The guns were weird. I didn't like them at first, but after I'd shot my third or fourth Psyduck, I was kind of getting into <laughs> why? it. Yeah, but why does Dialga have such a big gun in its chest? Because that's like more how it's a Well, I was more shocked when the shields on Palkia's arms moved to the front and revealed breasts underneath that then other Pokemon came and drank from. Yeah, the... Peggy 7 rating felt real weird when, yeah, I, when Dialgia's cannon kind of extended like that. <laughs> and motorboated Palkia's breasts. I've, I I've don't never know seen if, a move. Yeah, I don't know if Peggy actually paid attention. They Peggy probably three. got bored by the vast valleys full of tons of Pokemon. Yeah. Full six bidding. Overall, I enjoyed it. I would like Game Freak to actually start paying attention to uh, what's happening in the industry around them and uh, not in terms of please don't make live services and shit like that I don't want that but you know notice that other people maybe don't have graphics that look like they're at home on the Wii and yeah. animations that look like they're at home on the N64 and like you know when you're designing one look yeah. back over the catalogue there's 800 now uh, 800 yeah, we must be I think there was 800 Sword and Shield. Yeah, yeah. So we must be like, let's say 850, including forms. Yeah, yeah. Nine, maybe. 851 for inspiration. Yeah. Why did you have to do that? And it's not like... um, It's not like they're they're drawing Dalgia and Palkia like that because there are no more options. um, Genie. Oh, Enamorous. Yeah, um, so badly wrong after three perfect... Oh, no, I liked it when Enamorous was revealed to be your trainer's dad. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just real glad that they put the guns in for that bit because you know when it gave you that option oh, like, shoot you want to old yellow him yeah yeah. I I got silly with that Like it, when the Therian form Landorus got rabies 
And then you had to hold the other it. Yeah. No, Mum, I should shoot Dad. <laughs> yeah, that was... I enjoyed... It was bold, though, you know? I yeah. think that was a real uh, turning point for the Pokemon series. Yeah, a little bit... <sighs> uncomfortable. Yeah. With uh, what happened with the snake. Oh, yeah, yeah. In, in which orifice it disappeared into. Yeah. Yeah, like, I, I didn't like that. I kind of feel like Tom might have written that bit for them. Yeah, and I feel like it borrowed a little bit too heavily from the Necronomicon, the complete works of H.P. Lovecraft. Yeah, there were, it, I mean, that town, that you know, like, you know, if you go off um, after Jubilee City, if you take that kind of little path. And go to and the university on the water's edge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah didn't like that. No, I got the, uh, it kind the of half Magikarp people stumbling kind of around. Like the, the code broke a little bit, like, did you start hearing things after you turned the game off? Uh, yeah, but I always do if Thomas is around. Yeah, yeah and there is the ghost in this house. <laughs> Which, is that Thomas's brother? I'm not sure if we established that. Did Lucifer have a brother? Oh. <laughs> Probably. In How many some... fallen angels were there? Oh, there's got to be more than one. It's like the Horus Heresy. Yeah. But much less interesting. I like the Horus Heresy. It's quite interesting. Welcome to the weirdest episode of the PBU. Did I say that I'm Blore and you're Naila? I think we did, but it was more of a Cthulhu, Cthulhu, you know, that kind of... Yeah. Yeah, we muttered it in some kind of guttural ancient language. Yeah, that wasn't actually us talking about crapping ourselves. (laughs) It was... Uh, a reference to a really obscure uh, book that you've never heard of. If you play this really intellectual backwards at half speed, you'll summon your own Thomas Lafferidge. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you'll shit your own pants. <laughs> oh, God, there is a brown note in somewhere in the episode. If you, if you play it backwards at one and a half speed and also put a lot of pressure on your sluice muscle after you've eaten a lot of Nando's, you too could shit yourself. If you're listening to this forward... Or just look at the prices of the latest Hornbees. Oh, Christ, yeah. yeah, yeah. If you've just pre-ordered one of the new 56ers, you've already shit your jammies. If you're listening to this first before you work your way back, if you're new to the PV, wear old jammies for the first couple. Yeah, yeah, wear, wear some old jammies. Let's um, just throw those away. I wanted to talk to you about, and this is a topic we've spoken a lot about, but we haven't hit it for a while. Hit. How how <laughs> hit it? How is Gusto going for you? Not sponsored, but Gusto. It brought us together. Oh, that, yeah, it didn't bring us together. No, we've been friends for like twenty five years. Twenty yeah, years. Gusto gave us something to talk about on the internet. Yeah. Um. Oh, actually, I kind of am real grateful to them for reining me in a bit after Christmas. They forced that upon us, didn't they? They did it by stealth, though. You know, my last. They didn't put any deep fried chicken burgers on the menu or anything, yeah. Tomorrow. A while back now. Mm. I've got my first one coming for a while, and that's like a couple of months after Christmas. Yeah. Um, Yeah, they did it by stealth, but I'm real grateful. Like, I got hefty. Yeah, I'm I'm probably. I'm uncomfortably at my top end. Mm. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not in a maintenance weight at the moment. I think. No, I'm over, and I need to bring it in. Yeah. Yeah. So they're doing good with that. Um, they really into suggesting me tofu at the moment. Really. Yeah. You... Once again, I, I apologise, guys. This is not a third week in a row of me having a cold. It is just the second day. <laughs> the third hour recording and that. <laughs> um, I apologise if I sniff. I know it's going to sound horrible. 
Yeah, but you know, it's part of the ambience. It's winter. It's still, it still is winter. I mean, you guys tune in to listen to a ghost, demon, old man gargle my drink and then spit it back into a glass. So who's the real monster? You just had like ten minutes. Was talking about shit in our boxes. The monster was King Kong all along. There was no message. He was a giant ape. Gusto. Can we sneak a? We could DK rap about Gusto, probably. Did I send you the Hallelujah? Yeah. 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 Donkey Kong rap, but Hallelujah is now my favourite thing. That's Yeah, that's what I want playing at all. He heard there was a secret chord. <laughs> Do you know what? I hate the song as well. I don't mind Leonard Cohen's one. It. It, it's one of those that goes, you know, because it's played so often in, like... I can't remember the lad's name. I think he might have died. The really famous version is is a bit more indie and a little bit more yeah. and I said a little bit more plastic passion yeah. you know um, but Leonard Cohen's fine you know the do really deep voice man it's a good song oh pass strong pass yeah DK's uh, version I'm into DK's is brilliant now back on Gusto they've been they've been trimming us up yeah well yeah. Making they've a been solid stopping effort. us yeah they've been stopping us from having a lot of deep fried foods I've not had a burger from mm. them since before Christmas, I think, and I needed that help. Yes, yeah, I, me too. I've, but although I have had, I've had a lot more. Um, it's not. I wouldn't. I the. Hmm, I wouldn't say Asian cuisine, but I would say Asian in, Asian influence cuisine. Might um, where the tofu is coming from. Yeah, there's been a lot of it. I mean, I've been having chicken and beef and vegetable ones. I've not gone for tofu. I don't think I like it. I feel like I've had it once before. I think maybe I've when I was going for a to, big weeb phase. Yeah, I think I've tried to like it, you know, when it's kind of been an option. But yeah. it's, it would be awkward not to have it. Yeah. I don't think I can. I'm not, yeah, it. I'm not on board. But I'm getting a little bored of, like, the amount of soy sauce flavoured things because I have been following the gusto kind of to the letter and I feel like they put the soy sauce in so late sometimes that it dominates the flavour. It doesn't have time to cook and mellow. Yeah, you do get... You tend to find it a lot with like the vinegars and stuff as well. When you don't, because no, I always cry I, I, I at least cut the vinegar portions in half. But if you chuck the vinegar in as it's like finishing... Yeah, that's real gonna be, sharp. Yeah. I like it, but I'm not a ten-year-old girl. Fuck you. <laughs> the, so the soy sauce there's been a lot of that but that I've picked the meals so you know mm. if I picked spaghetti there wouldn't be any soy sauce but I'm not picking spaghetti I think there is soy idiot. sauce in the spaghetti no in the I'm going to check actually because I do really like their spaghetti their spaghetti if you like their spaghetti and it has soy sauce in you are a goddamn soy sauce 8 mil piece of <laughs> shit you know it works no, it doesn't. It, it fucking it doesn't. does. You've no. not had it. So this is kind of like when you start ranking Iron Maiden albums without <laughs> listening to them. Remember I'm, tomorrow, that's a cool thing. You know, I'll give it a six. I'm going to pull the quarter Italian card and tell you, without trying it, I know that soy sauce, it doesn't work in spaghetti bolognese. This is kind of like that I was born while Iron Maiden still were <laughs> playing band, so I can still rate their albums with confidence. I hate you. I've had a lot of bell peppers as well, but my bell peppers keep getting... They keep showing up smashed by cans. Thomas. So I keep having to pick up bell peppers when I'm, like, nipping to Morrison's or something. Yeah, you get the credit, though. You get more credit than... Yeah, they do give you £2 back. And a pack of bell peppers. A pack of bell peppers is less than, than two quid. It's, it's about a pound. Mm. Um, and I'll have them in 
uh, like I usually have a wrap for lunch and so to spice what up the salad the yeah. one on like. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to spice my salad and my wrap up we'll put some bell pepper in there it's a good time so yeah keep smashing those bell peppers Gusto. a little bit better than your cucumber fetish <laughs> and what, you were saying you got missing book? items I, I had a weird one um, was it missing sausage oh I had, we had the sausage mash and they forgot the sausages and all the components for the gravy. I essentially had mashed carrots and green beans. But they Maybe gave me... Sure a... I love green beans. Let me be honest. Yeah, yeah okay. I'm not, I'm not shaping a meal around them. I will. Yeah, but I will. you're the kind of guy that thinks <laughs> that Phantom of the Opera isn't... Green beans and, and like carrots in, in baton. Ooh. Oh, bat and carrots. What? You've got problems. Yeah, I, I guess. You just don't like carrot, do you? I don't mind normal carrot. You know, Great like... carrot. Carrot just as is. Carrot sticks. Slice carrot batons. into like rounds and bake it. You know, like what they tell you to do with the sausage mash. I've never had it. It works. I don't really. I like roast it. Yeah. Um, but you were carrot. ragging on roasted carrot on my. Christmas That's because you wasted space on a Christmas dinner with it. Christmas Day is the day that you don't have to do what your mum tells you. You hypocrite. You don't have to eat your veg on Christmas in the same way that you don't have to do schoolwork on Christmas. You get a day off from doing your spelling test or your maths homework to play with trains and Lego. A Power Rangers Dino Thunder on Nintendo GameCube. Oh. It's one of my best Christmas moments. It's really weird because I was too old for that game as well. Do you know, I no, I'm not convinced you can be. It was a good game. Power, although we rewatched Power Rangers, or we tried both. We replayed go. Power Rangers on we Mega Drive a couple of years ago. That was a good time. It that was a great time. Ago. Was it? Yeah. No, I feel like it was in this house. No, it was in the flat. Crikey! It was before you turned your spare room in the flat into your office for a bit when it was like game room. Also, we just sat down and played like in the living room type yeah. thing. Wow. We should we should revisit that. We might revisit it live. We if you if you want us to do that. I've probably got photos really of done. all of the game rooms of the past ten years, and we can talk through them. People fucking love game room tours on YouTube. Oh, I'm not like, doing that because you're not. Well, it's like the I can't. I can't like, bother. My setup, kind of, yeah, like battle stations. Yeah, like, we've we've hit showing your battle station. Also, my room. This is England, so it's not that big. Yeah, there were no columns. Although it's perfectly large enough to sit in and play video games in, it's not the the right size to like walk around. Mm. It's never you can never get a good angle of the room. Yeah, it's nice sitting. It's gonna look like shit if you if I photo it. Yeah, that Um, was a weird introduction. Yeah, but if you're joining us on this one, we've normally got a little bit more structure. But as we said, we've done three in a row, so you're getting kind of the dregs of our week. But but you've also got the dregs of our book. Like uh, yeah, when you started, that was disgusting. (laughs) We don't always go there. No, but I feel like we should. Pooping is important, but even more important is television. And I just wanted to get your opinion on something. Me and Rue have just finished watching Superstore. Mm. A very mediocre... Weird inflection. Superstore. Um, it's an entirely mediocre show. The lead character, I've forgotten her name. She, I think she's Ugly Betty as well. She, she was great. That's what? fucking hell. Like, that was bugging me. Oh, who, who she was. Yeah. yeah, no, we just finished it. And it got to the final season, the main character actually left, and I was like, oh, this is going to be an office situation. 
And they've started to try and run the show without her. But then I think because COVID hit or carried on hitting, there was something, something went wrong. And the last season they had to cut short. But also, instead of clearly going down this path where this the tertiary character, Jonah, fell in love, who was now the main character, fell in love with this um, ginger-haired lawyer lady, they broke it off very quickly. He got back together with the main character and they wrapped the show up in about three episodes but at least they did that and it was it was a fine ending and uh i actually did you get that feeling of like you miss a tv show i didn't think i'd miss this one that much but by the end of it i really liked a lot of the characters like sandra if you've seen the show weird ones like that yeah the way you yeah it's it's weird because the show's still there but the first or second time like you yeah, uh, it's like I'll rewatch Gilmore Girls every now and again. We restarted that again. We are yeah, having a great time. We're, she's still with Dean. Oh wow! See, early on, I really wish they hadn't done a year in her life. Now it wasn't. It's not egregious. It's not it's like soured the, it's not new Star Wars bad. It's but it's not it. as good. Yeah, it's not as wholesome. There's little bits that it kind of. Oh yeah, it ruined Rory a bit, didn't it? it it, well, it carried on like, I hated Rory. Mm. Least favourite character. You know when you actively want something bad to happen to people in a TV show? Oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm a The only reason I didn't want bad stuff to happen to Rory is because I do have a soft spot for Lorelai. She's adorable. Yeah. Um, uh, Lorelai can be a bit of a douche. Uh, oh, she's a knob. But it's she's, all Luke. Yeah. Luke's. I'm watching no, it for no, Luke. No, it's all Richard. Mm. It's all about it. it should, I'd watch a spin-off with Richard Did and Richard, Richard died The actor in, that played him yes. passed away before. The, the one thing the I think they did really nicely was Emily in A Year in Life. Oh, I'm, I, I, I liked Emily after A Year in the Life and all the way through. No affinity for her whatsoever. I was all right with her. A Year in the Life softened me a bit. Yeah. But that was sad. That was she really did that sad. so well. But I, I think A Year in a Life is a good example of you didn't need no. to, and you've kind of just dragged it through the mud. Don't don't go back to things that long after. Stop making fucking Ghostbusters films. Oh, yeah, that was... I've heard the... I know the the one... 2016, the all-female one. Um, that was supposed to be not very good. I've not seen it. Um, and it... I've just kept out because I know it'll ruin it. That's, yeah, that's the problem. But like, then, and everyone was like, oh, we're not watching it not because... Uh, we're sexist or whatever, but because it's bad, it doesn't need to exist. Cool, okay, that's that's yeah. why I'm not watching it. But then this new one with Paul Rudd comes out, and you get the same people going, "Oh, I can't wait for this one. It looks like a return to form." No, it also doesn't need to exist. Paul Rudd is fine, but he's not going to make this a Bill good Murray. film. It's yeah, the, yeah. I think Bill Murray's supposed to be in it, but I yeah, don't, but it's going to be a cameo. It's yeah, like, I don't want to see like it. Like with the Terminator stuff. Oh God, you know, you've got one too. and two. Yeah. Hmm. Don't even you bring Arnie back, and even Arnie looks a bit annoyed that he's been dragged out of it. Yeah. Turn. Top Gun. I'm not going to watch. Top Gun's probably my favourite film ever. Oh yeah, I have no interest in watching Top Gun too. No. Because it's not going to be about the Top Gun. The Top Gun was Iceman. I'll get real passionate about this. <laughs> the Top Gun was the I guy that seen won. Top Gun in a while. Iceman was the Top Gun, and the whole thing is actually about how they should be learning from Mike Metcalf, who apparently has like a cameo in it, but he's the Top Gun that teaches them. Oh, I see. Viper. Yeah. Yeah, people who think that Tom Cruise is the Top Gun completely misunderstand Top Gun. I thought and it was just... And they're the just, people that have made Top Gun 2. I thought it was just 
about getting your rocks off over a volleyball uh, scene. Categorically about watching planes take off off an aircraft carrier. We, well, we know that you, you came in specifically for the beach bits, but <laughs> for most of us, it was about shouting and whooping at big planes taking off from bigger ship. Look, I just enjoy beaches. And do you know what else I enjoy? Numbers of the beast. Welcome again to Numbers of the Beast Pudding Boys audience. This segment of the show, Naylor and I have a good long listen to a classic album and rank each song on it out of seven before averaging them out to create an album score and ranking them against the rest of that band's discography. Right now, we are working our way through the vast catalogue of Iron Maiden and this week, it's somewhere in time. You guys are going to think, I'll spoil this for you now, you're going to think I'm taking the piss. I think for you're always album. taking the piss because well, you I, it's not even it's not been a week, so I really remember what you did to back in the village on Power Slave. You didn't think Aces High was a seven. I said it was a six. That's a fine score. It's not. It's a nine. Caught somewhere in time. Three. Two. I felt. A, well, you'll I, see why. why I, I thought it was just a bit boring. Mm. It was just a little bit boring. Not bad. It's not. It's not a bad song, but That's it's a little why I bit boring. Yeah. I, I, I got through it and it was fine. Perhaps I could have like, given it three because it's not as bad as like Quest for Fire. We've acknowledged a couple of times we've literally done this. We've listened to it in depth in the same week as Power Slave and and Peace of Mind, Peace of Mind, yeah, stronger than we thought. Yeah, yeah. But we've just this followed immediately. We've not had a week off. No. So Although Iron Maiden had two years off for some, it's the first time without a yearly release. Yeah. Although they were trying some weird stuff when they were synthesising and that they were. Yeah. Like, Metal Pilgrim on YouTube has a video about that. It's really good. Oh, it's, to be fair, they must have known at the time they just dropped Power Slave. Well, they did have a massive um, the tour. What was the tour called? I think it's like World of Slave or Enslaved World, World Slavery or something. World Slavery tour, which is a really odd. And it's an interesting. You it's a bold name. Yeah, you um, wouldn't pull that It was one called out. the early years when they retoured it. You know, yeah. like ten years ago now. Yes, it wasn't yeah. called the World Slavery Tour. Anymore. Yeah, I can see why. This is before we move on to the second track. This is the most successful Iron Maiden album up to this point. I suppose, though, again, if you'd bought Power Slave or heard Power I guess, Slave, yeah, this was probably... the first one you were. Co- you've just had. Number of the Beast, Peace of Mind, and Power Slave knocking around. Yeah, you probably think this, this is going to be picking a, up steam. Yeah, wasted years. I give it a six. I give it a six. It's great. It's great. It's not for me. Ace's high or two minutes to midnight. It's a big size. It's the big. I think on the it's album. as good as them because I've not, I've not heard it. It's not been overplayed or anything like that. It's it's still a great track, but it does. Once you listen to the chorus once. Yeah, it's got some bop to it. I yeah. enjoy it live. But it's more for... I put it on a par with... Written by Smith. Yeah, Adrian Smith. And the only track on the album without synthesizers. I too watched the Metal Pilgrim video. Sea of Madness. Sea of Madness 4. 3. I quite enjoyed it. I can't remember a single thing. And I know I listened to it this morning. Exactly. I... So I maybe four was high, but I enjoyed it. I drifted up to four. And you know I normally do about... I normally try and do about three listens when I'm ranking and see yeah. if I agree with myself because I'm that guy we, we already know I'm the train guy so I'm already that <laughs> guy um, but this is your crack isn't it as soon as I started doing this on the Halloween one you wanted it I wanted that. It. yeah see I'm this by the time I, I had it a couple of times I was really powering through it yeah heaven can wait two I gave it a three mm. I, I was very generous and you'll it, look 
Do you know what? I think the chorus for Heaven Can Wait is bad. It's genuinely bad. It's this song actually could have been my first one, but I didn't feel like bringing that up yet. I, I've, I've a little bit of a soft spot for it, which yeah. why I think I gave it a three. It's a, it's a, but it, it's not a good song. No, the loneliness of the long distance runner. I, I did a little bit of reading into it because the title uh, caught my attention. It's a short story, yeah. um, but then there's there's arguments online on whether or not it's actually based on the book or not because they've just done that such a long tour and stuff yeah. it might be a bit of both um, but obviously because it's the internet everyone speaks on it like everyone an authority is, yeah everyone is a master of yeah. maiden studies now. I gave it a three I gave it a three it was it's alright I would have felt bad market that it it's one of those songs that has never grabbed me in 20 odd years of listening to Iron Maiden. It's never really. No. I've never gone to it. I've the never title is more interesting than the song. It is, but the title also implies it's going to be a boring song. Yeah, it's kind sound, of. It's does a dull actually, topic. Doesn't, yeah. Like, I, we, you did long distance running in secondary school as one of the PE things. Yeah. Like, it's and not. That's not an exciting subject. Exactly, like. Yeah. Speaking of exciting subjects, now I had already, always assumed that Stranger in a Strange Land was based on Stranger in a Strange Land. And I know I've heard this track plenty of times before, but I've never actually listened uh, and read the lyrics, so I did. It's got nothing to do with the book. And that upsets me because it's the book cool is actually title. very good. Robert Heinlein uh, book, I think. Um, just great, great book. What'd you Better get? in the first half. Uh, I gave this four. Because it's a good song. I really like it. I give it a three again. Oh, really? I thought the, the, the chorus was a brave new world. I'm going to... Spoiler. Yeah. This album. Apart from Wasted Years... Mm. It doesn't go above. I've given them all threes. What? Because... Every single song on here yeah. has got something that I didn't mind. Something yeah. that kept me listening. I didn't enjoy any of them. No. And apart from Wasted Years, and every song on this album, I would rather have been listening to almost any of the songs that we've Before previously covered. Before or after it, yeah. yeah. And also, spoiler for when we do eventually do it, we know what's coming next. The Seventh Son, yeah. I gave, I gave Deja Vu a two, you obviously gave it a three. I... I can't remember what grabbed me. I think it was the music. It was the. I think there's the riff in there at the start that's quite yeah, snappy. Yeah, it's a little bit paunchy. I feel like it. the riff at the start, and I might be talking completely out of my arse, calls back to a riff earlier on and it might be in caught somewhere in time yeah um, yeah it's got that little like up, it might be that one yeah it might be it, I might be completely one of them's got like a little dream theatre thing where you get a riff from an earlier song in the album yeah I on one of my listens of this uh, just straight up got up and started doing the hoovering yeah it's, it was a three it was there were bits in it that I enjoyed but I wanted yeah. it out of the way it's not a bad song um I gave Alexander the Great a four, and I thought it was going to be a two. Oh, exactly the same. Because it is Bruce reading a Wikipedia article, but musically it's actually quite enjoyable. Alexander the Great, huge peaks and troughs, and I was the same. When I did the first listen, it was yeah. a two. Second one was a four, and I settled on the three because by the third listen, I'd had enough, but I'd softened to it. Yeah. I've seen people online say that that's their favourite Iron Maiden song ever, and I just think, why? There's so much better stuff out there. Whether you like the singles or whether you like the deeper cuts. Yeah, if you like, if you like the history, they're yeah. better written. So we're going to get on to them later, obviously. But things like Passiondale. Yeah. If you yeah. like your history. 
I feel like, though, yeah, I feel like it's just that. a choice because that's the song they came up with. Probably. They've seen the it. The one they came in on. Yeah. Maybe. My total score is 27. Average score, 3.375. This what? is the first time... Are we the same? 27. I've added up to 3.38 because we said two decimal places. Oh, so I paid attention to our rules as well as the album. Well, I haven't anymore. I'm using the 7.5. So, our PB score for that is 7.125. That, not comfortably, it's just below Killers. Yeah, so it's one Power Slave, two Number of the Beast, three Peace of Mind, four Iron Maiden, five Killers, and now six Somewhere in Time. I would have felt like a dick rating it lower it's not you know what it's, it's not like it's clearly not like we've just knocked it down because we couldn't be bothered like it's still almost in on it it's almost better than Killers I think if you if you take it because obviously we're younger than that you yeah, 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 yeah you've just oh yeah I was one two years after this album exactly. came out like Number of the Beast and Power Slave you've dropped two big like heavy metal albums from two of the first heavy metal album you know in the yeah. very traditional sense like the first big ones anyway and we're not going to get into history of you've got to do something after that and at the time you think a lot of people are starting to dabble you know you pick up even big bands like Queen and that kind of thing well, you've got to play around with Piece did Turbo at this yeah, time yeah additional um, sounds that it's aren't a just big album. two guitars drums and bass yeah I and feel the like the next couple of albums we're going to talk about it when we get to them the next couple of albums you kind of see where they were going with this yeah I feel just like they might have at this point realised they can do whatever they want and there still sell. There's an element to that. Alexander the Great is a bit of a vanity project. They, wa- <laughs> they, they wanted want to read that Wikipedia yeah. article. Yeah, he's just read a nice... It's like a little book, but it's a nice little book. Yeah. I hope Bruce uh, or Steve never sits down and reads War and Peace in its entirety. <laughs> <laughs> because we will then have a really Rhyme, long concept album. Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner at 15 minutes slaps. Yeah. That's enough. At an hour and a half, it might not. <laughs> let's, uh, let's slip into a different gear. Let's slip into a different dimension, I think. Hooding of the Week. Welcome back. Fellows, it is I, Thomas Lethbridge, and I am once again here to bring you Pudding of the Week. About somebody from somewhere in time. The segment of the show where we learn a little bit about a delicious dessert from around the globe, and Naylor ranks it on a scale of his choosing. This week's pudding is very difficult for me to pronounce, but I will give it a go. Goreba, or Goreba. It is from Egypt, the Middle East. It also shows up in Greece. It's a light shortbread type biscuit, usually made with ground almond flour. Versions are found in most countries in the Arab world with various different forms and recipes. It has been around in the greater Syria area, Iraq and other Arab countries since ancient times and has shown up in multiple cookbooks, including a 10th century cookbook and a 15th century Ottoman cookbook. It has a lot of variations, and it 
It appears to be somewhere between a macaron and a shortbread biscuit, but with a stronger almond flour. And it is a, a very pearly white, beautiful looking biscuit. That's cut. That, actually, yeah, that is a pretty food. Yes. It's a, it, it is indeed very good looking. And speaking of good looking, I can see that Bloor has a left, left a squash on the side that I'll just uh, help myself to. That gets the demons out. Some of them, anyway. Farewell, boys! I wonder which bit of time he's gone to now. Uh, I, I'm trying. I'm trying not to think about what Thomas is and where he is when he's not here. You know, or if you who he is when he's not here. If you subscribe to the uh, multiple parallel timelines theory, I mm. think Thomas is doing a lot of bad shit in all the timelines. I think. Yeah, I feel like we might be the good one, the outlier. You know, um, we've done Genghis. We've done Genghis Khan, haven't we? In Iron Maiden terms. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, didn't see him show up and and kind of nod and like he knew him. So hopefully we don't go that far back. Knew him slash was. What's the demon in the Exorcist? Pazuzu. Yeah. Oh, that still freaks me out. The Exorcist does a little bit. I do like the little demony. Yeah. I also like the look at these. Yeah, I like the look at these. What's your scale for them? Uh, I've got a little bit weird, but hey, you know, we're not been particularly normal with this. I'm going for the uh, town, city, village. Oh, so like going the, for habitations, The basically. classification of a settlement. Yeah. Does it have, is, what's the official term for that? Oh, we've, Surely well, there is one. The article I was reading, um, and I didn't go too deep because we, we could ramble for hours. Oh, yeah. Village comes from a French term, referring to a group of buildings. Yep. Small community, rural area. And a hamlet small enough. Into yeah, a hamlet is... Something to do with churches, I think. Like Yeah. Uh, a town, a wall or fence play, comes from Old English, so this is a bit actually new. Mm. Um, and realistically, it's got sort of fixed boundaries, local government, uh, bigger than village, smaller than city. Um, city. There's this common concept that it's got a cathedral or something like that. That's um, surely not true. Not entirely, from what I've gathered from my minimal research yeah. <laughs> um, for my complete lack of basically with a city you're talking about like multiple areas by local a government pudding boys with no research how <laughs> how could that possibly uh, exist I was too busy trying to banish Thomas from my upstairs <laughs> he got into the pipes again please Thomas leave <laughs> you can't ask him nicely you have to like you have to invoke some kind of deity to push him out <sighs> Oh, oh there's Thomas. Yeah, Tom. That's <laughs> uh, so Tom. So um, where does it fit? I'm going to put it as a town. It's not grand enough to be a city. No, you're not looking forward to this, but you're probably too many when it's on the side. Yeah, you're not going there as a weekend away. <laughs> yeah. booking a hotel in the no. But you go for a day out. Yeah. Yeah, maybe get a train to it. Maybe make it a day, make a day of it, but you're I not staying. I feel like these would be a bigger hit in, like, say, England, where they're not common, mm. then they will be back in their own countries. Yeah, they kind of feel a bit like their take on cookies, you know, or yeah. donuts, or, you know, like, we kind of... Well, it, it essentially is like a shortbread biscuit 
that I, th- I feel like it's going to be lighter, so it's almost meringue. Well, mac- you said macaroons, didn't you? Yeah, somewhere between the two, I'll but not go, like a soft macaroon. No, like a crispy macaroon. Because yeah. I'll go silly on macaroons. I'll make myself feel poorly on macaroons, but really? they're so light. Do you feel you like... You a load in, yeah. and then, they, then the sugar starts to wash over you. There's, there's a long list of countries where these show up, and obviously that's like if we did the cinnamon bun yesterday or two weeks ago. That... <laughs> well, this morning. Yeah, this morning. We had our own little fika. Oh, we did have a fika this morning. That's go sad. back to episode, what episode was that? Nineteen. Nineteen. If you're coming in on this one, fika, go back fika. to episode nineteen. We'll explain fika, fika. The, the scandals will tell you how to pronounce. Feces. Yeah, we did that this morning. <laughs> I did. Not I actual. did that brilliantly this morning, all by myself, and I cleaned up afterwards and too. Threw the boxes away. <laughs> on that weird episode. Well, yeah. guys, where can we find them if you want to go back and not hear us talk about our bowels? <laughs> or maybe. If you, I mean, if you want to hear us talk about it, DM me. We are available on YouTube uh, on the channel Pudding Boys. Hit subscribe and leave us a comment. We can also be found on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts. And we are showing up on time more and more. Although I'm saying this three weeks in advance. Yeah, we might have disappeared into wherever Thomas spends his weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they might have fucked us over again. And we now have an Instagram, which is a fun piece, peace place to check out the... these up every week for the past three weeks. I can't read. Uh, to check out the fun artwork that I make for every episode. See you next week. Pudding Boys, it's going to be three weeks for us, but next week for you. Yeah, we'll still be fresh, still exciting, still cleaning up after this morning. Bye!